Whoever speaks first, loses. Sell me this pen. Coffee's for closers only. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circle. Show up and do the work. A, B, C. A, always B, B, C. Closing. Always be closing. Welcome to the Cheap Seats. You're listening to the Cheap Seats Podcast. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Take it away. So this is a topic before Ty and I jumped on the pod. I was like, are we going to stick to business when it comes to mental health? Or are we going to talk a little bit about our personal journeys as well? And he's like, let's just dive into it, talk about it all. So today we're going to just really dive into it. Uh, Ty, have you, being a entrepreneur, there's like a lot of like, internal like stress and anxiety and like these highs and lows how do you like deal with the highs and lows like do you do you do, do you go through these highs and lows or is it just like most oh my pretty- yes 100 percent. i go through highs and lows um i'm pretty even keeled emotionally however you know sometimes it's like man i'm really struggling it comes from um i, I think the hardest part about this whole thing at least everybody's mental health for example on a tangent i'm part of this we are the they group little pickleball thing in the background. But a lot of these guys have kids in high school. A lot of the guys in the group. And it is incredibly hard for high schoolers in this day and age. Luckily, I I graduated in 2012. I missed the smartphone era of high school and the social media era. But everybody, again, it's this imposter syndrome. It's the comparison game. It's the keeping up with the Joneses. It's exhausting for people. Um, And so I think this is the most connected we've ever been as far as technology goes and communication, but it's the most Mm -hmm. disconnected we've ever been with real personal relationships, like deep human connection. And so that is why people are struggling. So anyways, back to this group, um, four kids at Cedar Valley high school or or maybe Cedar city high school. I don't don't know exactly one committed suicide over mother's day weekend Four. it was awful. Yeah. And two more high schoolers in St. George committed suicide. So that's six in one weekend. Like, that's regard. I mean, these are like kids 14 years old, 18 years old. So there's a serious problem going on um, with mental health. And I think it comes from obviously a lack of love, a lack of purpose or belonging. And yeah. so I think it's a, it definitely is important to talk about mental health because everybody struggles with it at some point. Yeah. Some people more than others. And some people, you know, are dealing with past traumas that are more intense than other people's. But I think everybody goes through it at some point. What about you? Do you have anything you want to add? I mean, from like, I guess I had not heard of those, like the high school situation, but I like, I'm not surprised. Like, how could I not be surprised when social media is so prevalent? It feels like you're sharing everything on social. And if you're just like looking at somebody's Instagram or everyone's Instagram and saying like, I'm not doing those fun things. I don't look like that. I don't have those clothes. I can't afford to do those trips. I can see how like that would be horrible, especially in high school when you really don't have control over any of those factors. Yep. A hundred percent. And you're, you're growing and you're not really sure who you are as a person. I I mean, I really didn't start the self discovery phase till after college, honestly, because from, from birth till the age of 23, at least in my situation, everything was set up for me. You go to school, you know, 
Uh, you start right. in preschool. You go from preschool through senior year of college. Uh, yeah. you, you're going to play all these sports. Here's where, when you're going to show up for class. Here's when your workouts are. Here's what you're going to do right. on the weekends. Everything is scheduled. And yeah. then once you're out of college, it's crickets. Like, mm, it's literally crickets. Yeah. It's like, hey, no one's holding your hand anymore. There's no more direction. Unless you have, you know, you're going to med school or some secondary form yeah. of education or you have a job lined up or whatever. So yeah. I didn't start the self-discovery at 20 until 23. And I know these high schoolers probably aren't doing it. Yeah. So they don't even know who they are. So when they see, when everybody's playing this comparison game, it's like, you're never going to be happy. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting you say that because I feel like it's like this, you get these extra, extra, extraneous, no, existential, not intrinsic. What's the opposite of intrinsic, extrinsic. I don't don't know. (laughs) Help us out guys. Help us out. We get, you get these rewards going through, like you have like a plan set up and it's like, you have a checklist almost of like, and a good way of measuring your success kind of like through these steps. And if you're not like measure, like in high school, if you're not a great student or you're not like this perfect, whatever you feel like you're like failing in a sense of like the world is for, full of these opportunities. And I guess like some people, it's just like, it feels so heavy when you're not meeting those checklist items. Right. Or, or your friends are doing something or your parents expect something of you, or maybe your family expects something of you that just not you. Yeah. Um, those are all huge things, but anyways, what, what are some things that you do to help with your mental health. I know what I do and I know when I feel best and I know the things I know when I'm at my best and I know when I'm at my worst and the things that lead to those. But if you want to talk about yours first and then we'll go to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're about to get pretty deep. So the last like two years before moving to Spokane, so I guess starting three years ago, my life was just like so busy with like stuff I was supposed to be like doing. So I had like, I've talked about this, the nine to five. And then I had like my MBA program. And then I had like any free time felt like I was doing photo stuff. So I had this like really prevalent feeling of anxiety that I was like constantly failing at one of those areas. It was like trying to balance these plates that were like falling and falling and falling. And like, I just simply didn't have the time to keep them all up. And like, you're doing great, but you're like, I just want to be doing amazing in these like areas when I feel like my time was stretched so thin. And then if I was trying to do something with like my friends or with Oliver or just like for myself, I had this like really horrible feeling of anxiety that I shouldn't be doing that, that I have all these things and I couldn't like get my mind to like relax. So working out like helps, but like it really wasn't the resolution to that. And so quitting my job, I think was one of the things I had to basically do for myself to like free myself of some of those anxieties. So I wasn't so like packed with like these things I'm doing. And so I could focus and be great at one thing. Cause I just felt like I wasn't great at one thing. Now that I'm just focused on like one thing, you feel this like pressure of like, if I'm not doing amazing, then I quit all these other things. And now I have anxiety over like, but you're not doing enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when I say anxiety, it's like panic attacks, like of like feeling like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And it's like, you have to talk yourself out of that and be like, you have this space to grow you don't need to be like putting all this additional pressure on yourself like you want to be great and you want to put pressure on yourself but you don't need to put yourself into like a place of poor mental health right um how do you deal with anxiety do you ever get depression uh, do you do you talk to a therapist do you talk to your friends do you internalize it what does that what does that look like for you i would say i definitely deal with anxiety not so much i go like through phases of like feeling depressed but not actually i don't deal with depression anxiety i do deal with 
Oliver has been awesome. He's like learning ways to like calm me down when I'm feeling anxious, but it's hard to share that with like your friends when like you want to put up this front of being like, so like carefree and like, I love to have fun times and stuff. When you were like dealing with this really heavy thing, I have started working with a therapist this year, which has been amazing. I think literally everyone should, or if they can, like you utilize a mental health professional, whoever you are, like there's something you can help that it can help you with or work through. A thousand and so she's percent. Been amazing. There's no bad stigma by seeking professional. A lot of times, sure. a lot of times guys, you just need to talk it out. Like you have these feelings on the inside and then you, you literally talk about them. And then once you talk about yeah. them, you hear them because a lot of times these thoughts just like overtake your mind. And then you're like, it controls all you're thinking moving forward you become irrational and emotional it's like if you just talk talk it out you can actually hear yourself saying it and then once it's out you're like well that didn't really make sense or like that's maybe not something that's that big of a deal or whatever but yeah talking getting it out of yourself and like even even it doesn't matter it could be a therapist it could be a friend your mom your dad your brother and sister anybody and it just it don't internalize i internalized for the longest time i internalized for like two or three years post-college, like all my problems. I was just like, yeah, no one cares. And no one, no one understands what, what I'm feeling. So I'm just not going to tell anybody. Yeah. Well, and having friends that like validate your feelings, like not being able to, like, if you have friends that are like, just like don't understand or are not willing to try to understand. I think it's just like, you have to figure out who those people are in your life that you can truly trust and keep them close. A hundred percent. Um, Is your therapist in person or is it online? Because I know, a lot, which is great because May is Mental Health Awareness Month and there's a ton of ads and a lot of people starting to do online therapy. But yeah. do you do you go in person or I is found, yours online? Uh, no, it's online. So we do Wednesday mornings and every other Wednesday. And I just started a month ago. So this is a new thing. For and me. what do you think so far? Amazing. amazing. Love, love, love her. She, she just like makes me feel so like comfortable and normal. And it's nice to have someone like outside of your friend circle. And sometimes you just don't want advice from someone that's like close to you. You want it from like a professional or someone that's not involved in your day-to-day life. Or someone that's neutral and you know, the advice they're going to give you has like nothing to do with They can't win or lose based on the advice they give you. Yes. And I think that's the problem with friends and parents and spouses and all that is you can go to them for advice, but at the same time, what they tell you, like deep down, they're telling you out of a place of love and they don't want you yeah. to be get hurt. But at the same time, your future decisions will affect how it makes them feel. So they're going to yeah. make sure that they feel good too. And so they're not going to give you like neutral, neutral advice. Right. And I found her through BetterHelp, which has the option you can like do in person or online. So if anyone's looking, I betterhelp.com, not an ad. Check it Not out. An ad, <laughs> we will sure welcome sponsorships. Yeah, we'll welcome sponsorships. Um, uh, what about for yourself, Ty? Tell us about like your journey with mental health. Have you struggled with anxiety or depression? What has that been like for you? Uh, yeah, so I definitely had, and I, I wish more people would talk about this post college depression. And I think mm-hmm. it's I think it had to do with being an athlete as well, because I tied so much of my self worth and my identity to playing football, and being around the team and being with the boys and always like being social. That's one of the things like, I love being social. And then when that ended, there was no like program for ex athletes. It just ended. And you're like, I'm so alone and I'm so bored. And like, I'm sad. This just sucks. And everybody just, you know, everybody just like flaps their little new wings and they take off in life. And you're just, you just feel like you're sitting there and you're like, what just, what just happened? This is, this is terrible. And so, yeah, like the last, the couple years after college was just like, 
honestly, I was just like partying and just kicking the can down the road and not really trying to focus on self-improvement. But the, one of the things that I realized a couple years after college is the way you feel about yourself is directly correlated to the amount of promises that you keep. Because it's like, uh, how can I trust myself? How can I love myself if I'm lying to myself all the time? Or if I'm going to say I'm going to do something and then I don't do it. And so there was a lot of self-sabotage and self-sabotage leads to, it's not even guilt. It's more like self-resentment. It's like, God, you never keep your word to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so you stew on it. And then, so one of the things that really helped with my anxiety and I, it wasn't, it wasn't like crazy, but definitely struggled with it was starting to keep promises to myself. If I say I'm going to go to the gym, I go to the gym now. Um, if I say, if I'm saying I'm going to start reading a book, I read the book now. So there are all these things, you know, uh, I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to do the extra, I'm going to go the extra mile, whatever it is. I do that now. And so now I know, you know, and this takes like years of work, but now I know I can trust myself, you know? And so the relationship with yourself is, is the most important one you're ever going to have in your life. Um, and so working on that, getting to know who you are, sitting in silence was big. Um, Mm -hmm. we're constantly distracted with screens. We're always on our phones. We're either on the TV. I mean, we wake up and it's like phone, uh, then you go from your phone to your computer. And then once work's over, maybe take a little break to go exercise or have dinner and then it's TV. So right, it's like right. constantly right. screens and you're constantly getting inputs yeah. from, from other sources. And it's like, yeah. you never have time to just sit there in silence and like, just be by yourself and be with yourself. Do and you have s- things that like trigger those feelings still, or do you feel like you've mostly? Oh yeah. No, I'm not a perfect person by any means. And I still struggle with demons. Um, and vices, but it's like now, now I recognize it and it's like, Hey buddy, what are you doing? This is, this is, this is the old version of you remember. And so then I'm like, you're right. I don't want to go down that path. So yeah, a lot. Is there one thing that like triggers it or is that just like something that like will come about and you just have to remind yourself? No, it's, it's just, it's just situations that you put yourself in, you know, certain social situations or whatever, um, or certain cities, Las Vegas or whatever. And you're just like, I need, I got (laughs) to, I got to get out of here. This is not helpful, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a process. And, um, a lot of people struggle with who they are as a person and what their purpose is and where they're going in life. And so I think a, get a community around you, build a team. Don't go through it alone. Number one, because that's about the loneliest place you can be is number one. And yeah, ask for help if you need it guys. A lot of people don't want to ask because they feel like they're a burden. And it's like, we're all going through something, you know, we're all struggling with something. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Well, thanks for sharing. This topic has been, I think it's good to talk about, but it's not always easy. No, it's definitely not easy. It's vulnerability is a superpower. So if you can be vulnerable, more power to you. That is a wrap from the cheap seats. Check back in next week. Remember, share this with somebody that needs to hear it. And Hey, we'll see you at the top.